Welcome to the Abundant Grace Podcast, where we discuss the gospel, freedom in Christ, and victorious Christianity. My name is Emily Lewis, and I am so honored that you are here. Sometimes Christianity can feel complicated or become heavy. I'm here to lighten that load. I pray that the chats had on this broadcast will empower and encourage you in your walk with Jesus. Hi there, friend, and welcome to this week's episode of the Abundant Grace Podcast. Hope you're having an awesome week um, so far, getting ready for Christmas and all the things with our family. It's been a pretty quiet uh, Christmas season, I would say, um, but I think Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and the week after will be busy for us. Uh, so today, I'd like to talk about Advent in kind of a different way, um, because I was struck by a thought the other day that like, why is Advent so special? And of course it was part is partly because, um, Advent wasn't something we really celebrated. You know, of course we grew up celebrating Christmas, but Advent, not as much of the lament and the, uh, longing and the, um, excitement around that in, like specifically the like liturgical uh richness there and another reason that it's so special and so different now is thinking about advent as you know the longing for jesus's um, coming and then how it's also so closely tied to the second coming the second advent also how we rejoice in what is and that Jesus it has come and then we long for what has not yet come to pass in the second coming, right? Heaven on earth and all things made new again. Because I didn't used to think that that was such an exciting thing to look forward to. Um, the second coming really was intimidating thinking about him coming back and judging and whether or not I had, you know, all my sins confessed and under the blood and that kind of nonsense teaching definitely left me more scared of his coming in his presence than like rejoicing in it and looking forward to it. Man, I tried. Don't get me wrong. I legit tried to look forward to it. You know, there's verses that talk about looking for is coming and there's a reward for those who do. And I tried to muster up that excitement, uh, but it just, I was so fearful of what he would find. So that didn't work. I couldn't will myself to love his appearing. Uh, when I thought that he himself was harsh and I guess it was also a very big disconnect too in not recognizing his never changing presence with us. So to think about his presence coming and finding was like fearful to think about what would he find um, and missing that he was already with me. And knowing, of course, that he already knew all, but that judgment uh, was 
was not something to look forward to at all. So standing, learning to stand in awe of his first coming and long for his second coming is shifted by being exposed to more of his character and who he actually is. Because there can be so much misperception around who he is and it can feel like he is, well, he is kind on paper. Like he's, yeah, he's good. The Bible says he's good. The kind God, the Bible says that God is kind and that he is, uh, loves me unconditionally, but in practice, this sure doesn't feel that way. And that happens a lot in life where we might know something to be true, but it doesn't feel true. And we still cling to it and we still know it as fact, but it's important that that shifts into our hearts um, more often than not, even though there will be seasons of that doubt and seasons of that longing. Uh, We're not wrong or um, broken just because uh, we're having a hard time getting that from our heart deep inside our belief system. But we need to experience that God is good and that God is kind because he is legitimately those things. So when Christ comes, you can long to see him because he is the one who loves you and has given so much to you. So maybe that you can start with a list of gratitude of what has uh, shaped your life in a beautiful and good way. Or you can borrow from the magic and the wonder of Christmas. I know I've talked about this before, but it's so easy to do this rather than like we, we segregate our lives so much. The sacred and the sacred, the secular and the sacred. Um, so we think about Christmas and gifts being like secular. And we think about, you know, the sacred, we're celebrating Jesus and, you know, Advent, but if we kind of let those two blend together and just let our hearts stand in wonder and be inspired by the magic of gifts and even the wonder of the lights and the things that maybe don't seem super um, sacred, borrow from those and think about that in reflection with the second coming and see what comes up in you. Focus in on that and you don't have to pass like judgment on how you're feeling and how the second coming might feel a lot heavier and scarier than that, but just acknowledge it. And then from that place of examination, you can see, oh, I can see God's character showing up in this way in the first advent, but I don't think of his character or him in this way. Uh, When I think about his second coming, just let your heart be gently challenged Uh, when you examine those things, because you don't have to have fear around the second coming, um, because it's not about you and what you're doing and accomplishing. It is about him and what he has already done and how you are completely held. That is, that is good news for us. And it just lets Advent and Christ coming hit completely different when we take that fear and that striving and remove it. We toss it. We say, take a hike, get out of here. You don't belong here. Uh, it reminds me of what the angels said to the shepherds. They said, fear not for behold, 
we bring you great tidings of great joy. And even if you don't feel that great joy, no pressure, but borrow from the magic of it and then allow yourself to sit with it and examine where you're at and what you would like at be honest. What would you like to uh, feel differently or what would you like to look differently and see what can you do to affect change? Because we may not be able to control a lot of our circumstances. We may not be able to control outcomes. We can't control outcomes. I try to control outcomes all the time and it leaves me frustrated and angry and mm, not, not a good thing. So don't try to, don't try to control the outcome, but we can control our heart posture. We can control our attitude. And then you'll probably find some little thing in your life that you also have control over. So start there. I hope you have a peaceful and good, solid, um, Christmas season and rest of 2021. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. And remember Christ came to deliver us from the heavy burden that religion puts on our shoulders. Let that slip off your shoulders. Let the expectations go and just press into him. And remember that you don't have to hold on because you are being held. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Abundant Grace Podcast. I would love it if you would share this episode with a friend so that they can hear this encouragement and be empowered in their walk with Jesus as well. It would also mean the world to me if you would leave a rating and review on Apple for the Abundant Grace Podcast. It really does make a world of difference in getting this podcast into other people's ears so they can be equipped in their relationship with God as well. As always, I would love to hear your thoughts on this week's episode. You can find me hanging out on Instagram, emily.abundantgrace, or you can send me an email, hello at emilyklewis.com. That's emily, the letter K, L-O-U-I-S.com. And until next week, remember that God's grace abounds and won't ever run out.